Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And wow, what a show we have for you. I mean, we're obviously coming. What a what a playoff. I mean, the first week wasn't promising, Rob. We talked about this. It was ugly. My partner, Rob Parker, yes. What, I think three of the six games were competitive? Well, yep. Three were terrible blowouts that we wanted to uh, try to find a Golden Girls marathon, or at least I did. That's how bad the games no, were. No, you didn't want to. You did. I sure did. <laughs> you already know. I'll be the first one to switch the channel if, if this – I love watching sports. You know, I've been doing it my whole right. life. Right. But it's got to be competitive. I, I just, I'm at the point now where I've seen so many games, you know, like I just want it to be competitive. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. There's nothing worse than a non-competitive playoff game. Yeah. Or there is a non-competitive Super Bowl, which ultimately is a playoff game. But, yeah, I uh, – and Rob, though, since then, the last two weekends, my goodness, the divisional round – Four games for the ages. And this weekend, we got two great games, two competitive games. And, and I'm going to be on, and obviously, you know, I picked the Chiefs, and we'll get into all this later. I picked the Chiefs, but when they were up 21 3, to your point, and I would have kept watching, obviously, but I was like, man, I, I want this to be competitive. I didn't want the Bengals to come back and win. You didn't want them to be that competitive. (laughs) Right, right. but I wanted them to come back and and give us a little drama. You know what I mean? Well, because they were, well, uh, they had made quick and easy work and they were moving the ball. I do. It looked like a route was in the making. I'm surprised that Andy Reid, though, and I know things were so easy. Taking those three points, Chris, before the half, like with five seconds, you know, like when you're trying to throw the ball into the end zone right there. It's it's gotta be, it's gotta be quick pass in the end zone, right? Or well, that's that, or you that, gotta or you gotta throw it out of bounds or something. You know what I mean to give well, yourself a chance. Thing. I you know who I blame for that? I don't blame Andy Reid. I blame Mahomes. Really? Like because five seconds. I actually like the call. Five seconds. If we don't have it, if our man's not open right away, just throw it out of the end zone, and then you kick the field goal with like a second or two left. You know. Yeah, but, but the problem out, was come Mahomes, out of that with nothing. I got Mahomes yeah. went to you know Hill in the flats, and you know you saw what happened. So Mahomes, Mahomes did a was lot of dancing and stuff, Chris. Like move, like that. The, well, like some that, of it was good. I mean, that's what he does. Like the the touchdown to uh, Kelsey, I believe he he scrambled, avoided sack, sack you know, avoided where he had all tackles. that time, like. Like the one the where one. he fumbled and they got yeah. their receipt. Yeah, that could have been that could have been terrible. They obviously converted the field goal, so it was okay. 
But but, but it could have um, been. But disaster, that's what he does. Like you that. you know sometimes you take the good with the bad. Sometimes one of your greatest strengths can be a great weakness. So we'll get into all that, of course, and more. We got Willie Anderson, former All Pro lineman, offensive lineman with the Bengals, joining us at the bottom of the hour, and of course, Sheckle City Super Producer Rob G's in full effect. DJ Alex Tyshirt on the ones and the twos, and on the updates. Our man, David. Gascon. All right, Rob, we said it. We talked a little bit about the Chiefs, and we'll obviously really dig deep into that game and Patrick Mahomes in the second hour. But we want to start the show with you're there in L.A. I'll be there next week. First time back in L.A. since the pandemic hit, Rob. I'm afraid. uh, Is is the state of California falling into the Pacific Ocean and you're just coming (laughs) to pick up some uh, extra socks you left? I am being summoned. I am being summoned by the executives at Fox Sports Radio that we must be on Radio Row. So uh, I will be there. And and, and that'll mean, of course, Rob, I'm on the air bright and early, 4.30 in the morning. So I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm going the extra mile Super Bowl week. I'll be 4.30 in the morning on first things first. So never let it be said that I don't go the extra mile to do my job. But uh, I, if oh, I was yeah. making that loot, I'd be going well, the extra you. mile look too. At you. You look know? at you. Like, I, all I know is I don't have Louis Vuitton whatever, seats whatever. in my car. All right. Yeah, <laughs> and you, I don't wear $700 <laughs> sneakers. You know, my goodness. Um, did I do that? Yeah, you did that. You bought $700 sneakers. All right. But anyway, uh, Rob, the Rams, I mean, Matthew Stafford, he did, he got him to the Super Bowl. You and I have both said, this is great. This is nice. And and I, I think you believe this, but I certainly do. He's better than Jared Goff. Problem is you didn't just give up Jared Goff. You gave up two first-round picks right. and a third. So you, you gave up a lot more. And the only way, it's just simple logic. I get it. Okay, we got a better quarterback. Great. But at the end of the day, if he doesn't get you that Super Bowl win, then was it worth it? What Was it worth it? And that's all we've ever said, Chris. Like people, you know, who get blocked on Twitter, it's like they keep <laughs> acting as if I said he can't win a game or I, I, I got to eat crow. I've never said that, Chris. What, did I, what have I said from the beginning? He's got to win the Super Bowl. It. We right. Won, right. We, we won but it's the about pro- the he, Super Bowl. They've already right. been to the Super Bowl before with Jared Goff a couple of years ago. That, He's that, proven that I'll give him I, – I, I, I don't know where you're at on this. I think you're with me. Look, he silenced some skeptics. Me include like I wanted to see. I wasn't like, oh, he can't get it done in the big game. I was just like, I want to see it because I haven't seen it. I I think okay, he might be capable. He's a good got great arm and puts up numbers, but I want to see it. And he's you, done it. So I'm gonna you know give him crazy? credit, but he you know still hasn't gotten too? fully over the hump. Right, Chris, that near p- pick with about nine forty to go, nine fifty. Yep. What, they I were mean, the Rams. Wanna, the Niners were up 17-14 at the time. Right. You want to talk about like where that would have been? Like, I mean, I said you're probably right. The game's not over, but what a deflator that would have been. And you saw the pass. It was horrible, almost oh, it, on was, cue. Yeah. There was, you know, Jimmy G almost threw a pick down along the sidelines. Right. That was that pass wasn't nearly as bad as the one Stafford threw. Stafford threw it right to the defender. Yep. 
Absolutely. I don't know. What's that guy's name? Jaquaski Tart. Well, nobody will forget his name for years to come if you're a 49ers fan. Rob, and he, look, first of all, I'll credit Jaquaski. Yes. Because he owned it. He tweeted it. He met with the media. Let that be a lesson, Rob. You know, I mean, you know how we are. We're in the media. Let that be a lesson to players. You can't hide. He manned up, right? Right. Don't, and he could because he's a he's not he's a role player. He's not a right. big name. He could have been like, look, I I I don't want to talk right now. And they probably would have let him go. But he he faced the fire. He met with the media, and I give him credit. He owned it, and he said he doesn't want this to define him, and it won't, Rob. I'm just keeping it real. And I, I like, you know, I don't know the kid, but I, from what the way he handled himself, I like it. But it's going to be hard for this not to define him, his football career. He Chris. can never let it define him. He, he has got to be strong enough not to let that define him. And I don't think, I think he will be strong enough. But for others, it's going to be hard to get that out of people's psyche. I, I'll give you another one. And, and fair or not, Chris, Bill Buckner with the Red Sox was a good, very good player. Very good Had player. Had a very good career. Yep. People don't even – Bill Buckner first was a left fielder for the Dodgers. Yep. And good then he point. had a problem with his leg, Chris, and he moved to first base, right? Bill Buckner, go look at his stats, was a very good major he league player. He was an player. all-star. He made an all-star one time, won a right. batting title. Right. And you're right. I mean, Bill, Bill Buckner, Rob, this is eight – this is when the play you're about to talk about – Right. It was 1986, right? Yeah. And Bill Buckner, dare I, correct me if I'm wrong, because you covered baseball. You weren't at that time. but I was at that game. No, no, I covered that right. game. In 86? Yeah, that was my first Golly, World Series. How Chris. old are you? Okay, was, my, my bad. I was, I was 22. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, I was writing for the Daily News, I was News, a Chris. freshman in college I was watching at that it in game. the football dorm. I was at that game. I'm not <laughs> wow. even kidding you. Yep. All right, but anyway, Rob, dare, correct me if I'm wrong. Bill, and he wasn't a superstar. He wasn't a Hall of Famer. No, no. Am I wrong to say he was a household name? Yes, people knew who he right? was. Right, yeah. You didn't have to be like this Because he also played for the Cubs. to know right. who he was. Bill right. Buckner had a name. Yes. And Chris, that play defined his career. Yeah. He had a ball did. go through his legs in the World Series. Like, yep. like, you can't. It hit off his glove, went through his legs. The Mets won the game and forced a game seven. It didn't end the World Series. They could have still won game seven. It, it cost them that game, though. But it cost them game six. And he had to move out of Boston. Chris, it was, it it, it, it just, it defined him. So uh, good luck in trying to get rid of that. And I don't know, Chris, you just said he's a role player. I'm going to tell you right now if I had to bet a couple shekels, he won't be on the team next year. Really? Yep. Wow. Wow. We saw that well, with the Packers on that onside kick with that tight end. I forgot his name. Rob G said it in the meeting, but you remember that? Bostic. Bostic. Against yeah. Seattle. You remember? Yeah. Jordy Nelson was supposed to catch. The play was designed. Jordy Nelson is, if you ever watch that play, is right behind the guy. He tips the ball instead of getting out of the way. Seattle recovers yep. and they lose that trip to the Super Bowl. He was I, cut in the offseason. I'll give you another example, Rob. Jackie Smith. And our younger younger listeners probably won't know who we're talking about. In the, the the 60s and 70s, he was a tight end, so good 
He made five Pro Bowls, Rob, and made the Hall of Fame. Yep. And you remember this. He came, it didn't come back, but it was his last season. His 15th, the 16th year of his career. All right, he had played the year before. He played his career almost entirely with the Cardinals in St. Louis, right? And obviously, as he went on to 14th, 15th year, he wasn't doing much. Five receptions in 1977. 78, he signs with the Cowboys. They get to the Super Bowl. They're playing Pittsburgh. I was a Steelers fan, so I was glad. But he dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone of the Wide Super open. Bowl. Am I right? Wide open. Wide open. <laughs> and this guy's a Hall of Famer, yep. and that's the only thing. And granted, I was a little kid then, but still, I don't know a thing about Jackie Smith other than he dropped that pass. Yep. That's, uh, that's how things are. So we want to know, right, from you on this game last night, because there was two sides to it, Chris, on this game. Do you, you think, do you think the Rams won or the Niners gave it away? I think the Niners gave it away, and this has been our big, both of us, when we talk about Kyle Shanahan being the offensive genius, Chris, there's a number out there that you can't comprehend. In the fourth quarter and overtime in his last three playoff losses, one as the OC for the Falcons, right, in the Super yep. Bowl. Against New England. When against New England. Brady let and then back, the one right. in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And then last night, Kyle Shanahan, who is an offensive guru, has been outscored his offense 53 to nothing. 53 to nothing. Debo Samuel Chris touched the ball one time in the fourth quarter. How? He should, How? I can argue he should have touched it on every play. How? How is that possible? What plays are you drawing up? Where the most dynamic offensive player on your team is not touching right. the football. Right. I don't know what happens to him. Cause Rob, every player we every ex player we have come on here, what do they say about Kyle Shanahan? He's an offensive genius. Genius. Coach, offensive genius. I don't get it. I really don't. I, I don't know. And look, there the blame pie is is divided up. We talked about Jaquaski. All right, he gets some of it. Yep. Uh, Jimmy G gets a little for not being able to muster any offense late. Yep. You know, um, which is what – they He's a, he's a, a mediocre drive, quarterback with one some, drive in the some, some moxie. With some points. Right. right, and he couldn't do that. So he gets some blame pie. The, the offensive line, which could only muster 50 yards rushing after they had dominated the Rams in the regular season yep. rushing. They deserve some blame pie. The defense – which gave up 13 points in the last 17 minutes. Blame pie. But Kyle Shanahan gets a big chunk, too. Yep. No doubt about it. So, yeah, look, I, I'm not poo-pooing. I'm not mad at the Rams. They won. No, you know, won this happens. Game. Right. No. You you all, you, you get breaks. Yep. And, and, you you know, so give them credit. But, um, yeah, there's no doubt the Niners blew it in a lot of ways. So, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Simple question. Did the Rams win that game last night or did the 49ers give it away? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob on a Magic City Monday, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, one place to go is called AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, folks, go to the zone. AutoZone is your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox. Did the Rams win that game last night? Take it from the Niners or did the Niners give it away? All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. Let's kick it off with Nick in New York. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Nick? Hey, guys. How you doing? Favorite show day and Thank night. You. And more. Thank you, man. We appreciate that. No problem. Um, I, I honestly, I think that that was the biggest bone play ever. I got a, a question for Rob. I know he's, he's a, a baseball savant, as we would say, but who hit the ball that went to. Um, Ooh, good question. Uh, who Buckner's hit the ball legs. that went under Mookie Wilson. Mookie Wilson. You ready? So I got I the. What did you I, say, be- I mean, I believe it. You know all. All right, you ready? Here, I got the play-by-play. Go play. Are you ready? Here we go. Vince Scully. Let's ready? Go. Here we go. Slow roll up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight, and the Mets win it. That's the exact play-by-play. Play. Well done. It. Well done. That was good, Rob. I'll give you credit. That was nice. I still remember it. Vince that, Scully. It was It was fun. Now, I always think about the, the Saints game because that was the biggest bonehead play where and it, I, it's more related towards Stephon Diggs for catching that ball and running for the end zone. But that drop, I think, is, is even more bigger than that because that was to go to the Super Bowl. That's you a can't huge drop. drop. No, it, no, it's terrible. That, 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 Nick, that's a cupcake. He it's threw it right to catch. you. Yeah. It, it wasn't like, it, you know, you got to make the grab solely with your hands. Now, granted, you catch stuff with your chest, it can hit your pads and bounce off, and that's kind of what happened. But that's a basket catch, Rob. You got to make that's, that That's a play. simple basket, no basket doubt. catch. Marty in Kentucky, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Marty, how are you and the family doing in, in uh, Kentucky? We're doing great, Rob. It's, it's great to talk to you guys again. I'm on the man. What's up, I'm Marty? Great. It's been a while. You yeah. all right? Remember they had COVID, the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I had COVID a couple weeks ago, and I'm finally up and Thank God. So it hit you pretty good, huh? Yeah, it hit me pretty good the first night, and then I thought I was getting better, but then I had some after effects, some lingering mm. joint pain. That slowed me down for a while, but I'm feeling good now. Thank you. Um, definitely enjoyed those football games last night. Um, I've never, ever, ever thought I'd see Patrick Mahomes rattled, but last night oh. I thought I'd see him rattled. 
Yeah, and, we're going to talk uh, about that. I hope I never see it again. I hope I never see it again because I just thought that that would never happen. But, um, you know, you just never know game to game. And, you know, if a team throws something at you unexpected, what's going to happen? Now, last, last night's game with the Rams and San Francisco, I, I do understand San Francisco. They were, you know, you got one catch right there. That If it's made, it's it, changes the outcome of the game, and you can look at a lot of plays throughout a game that, that can do sure. that, but I think when it comes down to it, the Rams made plays when they need to, and San Francisco did not, and I think the Rams won it more than San Francisco lost it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe Tom Brady will come back next year and be a 49 Next no, no, year. He's not playing. Next no, year, a 49er. The reason, the reason he's wow. still sticking around is that he has a roster bonus for February right, 4th of $15 million. After that, then he'll probably make it a now. He's going to get the fifteen million. Okay, you're not. You heard, um, you heard Tony Romo write his theory that he sits out a year and comes back the following year. No, I don't buy that. Uh, I mean, at that age, I I wouldn't put it past him. But at that age, it's it's not going to be easy. You sit out at forty six for a year, you know? Yeah. I don't see to come back. Tim in Georgia, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? What's up, fellas? How's it going? Doing good. What up, How bro? are you? We good. I'm good, bro. Rob, I told you we were going to lose because we didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. That we game plan sucked, man. It sucked. He didn't throw. He didn't trust Garoppolo to throw the ball. And and that you know that throwing wide receiver screens and that stuff only works for a little little bit of a time, man. It just does not work for a full game plan. But Tim, we gotta let get me a ask you this: We got to get a quarterback. Did you hear the stat I just gave you in, in these games? Well, you need an elite quarterback. You yeah. got a mediocre, pretty good quarterback. But, Chris, 6-0. Everybody says he's 6-0, but the two games that he's cost us the most, the Super Bowl and then last night getting back to the Super Bowl, the big games he cost us. He may win those little games in between, but the big ones he took. Well, there's big games to get to the Super Bowl. And granted, he, he didn't throw the ball, right? What the, the game where and, you threw it eight times. I get and, all and, that. And, and the other thing, too, is the two games that they won this year, like to get to this NFC Championship game. One he touchdown. Had no, he had no touchdown. No, right. no, no. no those touchdown. two games. No but touchdowns where do you and two put picks. him in the blame pie? Because I don't put it all on Garoppolo. That's what I put I, back on. Everybody I said, oh, it, it was on Garoppolo. I put, a lot, I put 50% on him because he limits the offense because they can't But throw that's the ball. your team. You're, you know that. That's that's your team. It's not like that, he, he was lighting it up all season and then it's like, oh, my gosh, he couldn't move the ball. That's what he does. You've known that. They couldn't run the ball, right? They they got 50 yards, Rob. No, they 50 yards right. rushing. I mean, no. Who thought Garoppolo? Did anybody think he was going to put the team on his shoulders? No, he's not. And that throw player. for three touchdowns right. and three hundred yards. No, not that player. All right, we got Willie Anderson, uh, Bengals offensive lineman, back in the nineties and early two thousands. He'll join. Really, one of their best players in franchise history. To be honest, uh, he'll join us in a few moments to talk about the Bengals in the Super Bowl. But first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's a former All-Pro offensive lineman with the Cincinnati Bengals. And as I said, probably one of the best players in franchise history. So we're pleased to welcome in Willie Anderson. Willie, welcome to the iCouple. What's happening? 
What's up, Chris and Rob? Hey, man, um, you guys, um, you guys remember back in '96 when Tupac, when Tupac got out of jail, off from death row, he came out on his first album. He said, "Uh, why dudes look mad? Like you and Rob sound mad, man. The people <laughs> won Sunday." <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Y'all sound so we, mad, man. I guess this <laughs> is just our normal tone, isn't right. it? Right? We're not mad. Tone, it's just right. like we letting people have it when they have to get it. That's all. <laughs> right? You done stepped into the terror dome. That's you a hip hopper. Right. We, hey, we public enemy up in hey, this piece. Right. Welcome this to ain't, the terror dome. This ain't, this ain't that usual talk show uh, radio where they do happy talk. You can forget all no that. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> nah, man, it is great to have you. And as I said, one of the, the best players in Bengals history. Um, and you, But you were there for some lean years. I mean, I think all the years you played there, you made the playoffs once, despite your individual success. What is it like for you? to see, you know, the Bengals in the Super Bowl uh, for the first time since you, you left them. Since 1988, yeah, man, And right? even before that, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. I, in, in 1988, I was 13 years old watching Icky Woods <laughs> do the Icky Shuffle. Right. Yeah, Icky Woods was, was standing up couches all over Cincinnati with that Jerry that Jer- <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. But no, nah, man, in, in 05, it took me 10 years to, with the Bengals to get to the playoffs, and we unfortunately had Carson Palmer to get injured in the second player of the game. So just knowing that city and knowing the fans of Cincinnati, how long we've suffered, we've suffered through all the ESPN, Chris Berman, Bungles talk and all that craziness. You know, just for those fans and, and and to know what it's like to be a Bengals player, when we have some success, I know the city's going crazy right now. The fans are going crazy. And to me, for the long-suffering Bengals fans, it, it probably means the most to me what has happened to them. I, you know, in my 13 years of retirement, you know, the Bengals fans have, have been so cool with me, man. They, they've, they've helped push me to this Hall of Fame talk and just their, 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 their right. overall love of, of the former guys. And, you know, we finally Do you still a, live there? Uh, I live in Cincinnati. I live in Cincinnati. Oh, so, you but do I live in Cincinnati. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I live in Atlanta. I'm sorry. I live in Atlanta. I'm sorry. Okay. In Atlanta, in Atlanta but you go back every so often. Yes, a, a lot because I, I do my um. I have my Willie Anderson Lyman Academy down in Atlanta, so we have um guys and kids you know that, that train with us from Cincinnati, and, and we we kind of okay. all over. So we do camps and train up there a lot. So I'm back and forth a lot, and um, just know the city is red hot right now, man. How right. how big now Cincinnati? Is a, is a great baseball town. I worked there, Willie. I was a sports writer. I covered the Reds in Cincinnati during the uh, Lou Pinella, Rob Dibble, mm-hmm. Barry Larkin, Eric Davis, March Shot days. And yep. uh, that was a favorite team of Cincinnati. Obviously, they won the World Series. But how big is that for uh, – I know people love the Bengals, but it's a Reds town. How big would this be if they win a Super Bowl? Man, like we can, we can say it's a Reds town, Rob, but to, to me – that, that, that city bleeds orange and black, man. And um, it's just been so unfortunate that they, they haven't had a national, you know, a national stage for the Bengals to be winning uh, year in and year out on the national stage to support that love they have for that team and that city. So I understand the Reds are huge, but, you know, since my time there, I got the, I got the 96, the Reds were still big then, but mm-hmm. the, the love for the Bengals, man, is, is crazy. So I'm sure right now, that, I mean, there, there, are some, there are some people who are alive that I tell you right now, People in their 30s that have never seen the Bengals have winning seasons like this before. So um, I'm sure the city's going crazy. I still have friends and family up there, man. Um, everybody's ecstatic right now. It's cold as hell up there right now, but they they're definitely heating the city up right now. Well, so Ohio itself is a football state, 
Like that yeah. that is a football state. And Joe Burrow, of course, is from there. When you heard a couple years ago when he was in the draft, and there were a lot of people, Willie, saying on TV and radio, he shouldn't go there. Like he should, you know, not get in the draft, uh, sit out, you know, demand a trade, everything, just don't go to the Bengals. And what were your thoughts then? Because I, Rob and I both felt like, look, okay, the Bengals are down for sure. But this is not like a horrible franchise. I mean, they've been Mar- to Super Marvin Bowls. Lewis took them to the playoffs right. seven times. They just didn't win. Right. It's not like one of the – I know that they, they what, they're the only franchise in the in that area without a an indoor facility. So you maybe you can get them to get an indoor facility, practice facility. But yeah. um, what were your thoughts then – when they, when everybody was like, oh, you can't go to the Bengals, that's career suicide. I just knew people didn't know. I mean, it's like, it's not, it was not 1980s or the 90s when we were struggling. I got there in the mid-90s, and, and the, the, the national thing where the Bengals were cheap and everything. But since 2003, Marvin Lewis got the Bengals to open up the checkbooks. I mean, they paid me three times, and they paid Carson Palmer $100 million. If, if Carson don't get hurt in 05, a lot of things change. If Andy Dalton doesn't get yeah. hurt, in 2015, you know, a lot of things changed. And um, so we, we couldn't understand what people were saying because it, it was kind of like they forgot about the 2011 through 15 Bengals. That was probably one of the best rosters in football. I know I was in retirement and wish I wished I had a roster like, like that 2011 through 15 era they had. Like you say, just unfortunately they couldn't win the one playoff game. But the rebuild that Marvin did, you know, being the CEO and changing the mindset, and, and I think Mike Brown – Listen to Marvin for the first time because uh, before Marvin, no other coach had the luxury of, of having Mike Brown's ear and going and asking for certain things. I mean, Marvin changed the whole culture. I would go as far to say to say that um, the Bengals right now are benefiting off the change of culture that Marvin brought in to Mike Brown and the Bengals. Now, Zach Taylor gives him a, a ton of credit, ton of credit for changing the roster the way he wanted to do it. And, and when Burrow got there, they already had a change of, of mindset and change of culture. But that started back in 03 with Marvin getting Mike Brown to kind of change his mindset and credit to Mike Brown for doing it. It's just, right. you know, we, 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 had, we had our Joe Burrow. His name was Carson Palmer. He got hurt, and, and unfortunate things didn't work out people for him. For, you're right. I mean, it, obviously that derailed everything, but he was looking great that oh, year. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. He was, he was yeah. on a track. But yeah. uh, Mike yeah. Brown, we do have to say this, does run the Bengals like a mom-and-pop store. Chris and Willie, because I've seen him pay players out of his own wallet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but 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 Rob, but Rob, see, people can say that about the in the, the '90s, Mike Brown. I have no, I have no problem with you saying that. In the '90s, things were right. very frugal. But in the 2000s, I can't say it. Like I say, he, he, I've seen, I mean, he, he paid. He's this year alone, they paid a ton of money for guys. The last right. several years, under Marvin, they paid. He paid players. I mean, so. You know, before that stadium was built, yes, they, they probably did. But since then, especially now, they, they have uh, Katie Blackburn's um, daughter, Elizabeth Blackburn, um, um, Mike Brown's granddaughter. She's running, you know, the social media, the, the former player reach out stuff. She's, she's gotten so much change. Being a young woman, she has so much change. Because the Bengals are, are, are not the same Bengals. I mean, from the for how the way they treat the former players now, it's totally different because they, they, they've got a young – Young minds inside of the building now. You can change. You can tell with their social media pages. I mean, their social media is probably one of the best social medias in all of football. So I can see the change because I know what it was in the mid '90s when I got there. Um, this, this past week, I was with Marvin coaching the NFL play, PA um, 
Collegiate Bowl, and Jeff Blake was our quarterback. And to watch Jeff Blake's face, to hear the things that Marvin had in place when he was there, Jeff Blake never saw those things. <laughs> now, Rob, you know that. Like, Blake right. Blake never saw, you know, right. a new weight room, a new, a new uh, kitchen. When Blake got <laughs> to Cincinnati, the, the Bengals around the spinning field was, was next to an old chemical plant. <laughs> like the Simpsons. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Willie, quickly, in 30 seconds, the, you were a lineman, obviously, offensive lineman. That offensive line, though, they, I'm just worried. They got to protect Burrow. He's special. And, I mean, they did a – I don't know if they did a great job or the Chiefs just couldn't get to him, but only gave up one sack in this weekend's game. But nine a week ago, what do they – they got to get some some linemen up in there, right? Give the line credit. That's been the only the only spot on the entire team that gets the most criti- criticism nationally is the offensive line. But I say every week, that line gives Joe Burrow about 15, 17 plays where he's standing upright. And those 15, 17 plays, he makes huge plays. Another underrated part of the offensive line is how well they run block. Joe Mixon's a Pro Bowl running back. And you saw Sunday, to end the game in overtime, they ran the football like they always do. And oh, yeah, the Mixon's line tough. Yeah. Is, is, is definitely unheralded. He, he's tough because the offensive line is giving holes, man. So they're not the greatest, but they're also not as bad as people say they are either. Okay. All right. That's our man Willie Anderson, Thanks, former Willie. Pro no, no, Bowl no. and All-Pro lineman with the Bengals. Good job, man. We thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right. The good old boy network strikes again. That's next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the Ah, couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Thank God Rob G's not on tonight because he got a hot take. He's just throwing out hot takes galore. Check him out on Straight Fire for some madness with Jason McIntyre. All right, um, it's time for Shackle City. Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Oh, yes, Shackle City, Chris Broussard. Not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but it's coming. We wrapped up the week winning eight out of nine games, and we're looking forward to uh, putting wow. some more shekels in your pocket. Good yeah, job. it was a hot week. Uh, Friday, Chris, uh, remember I had won six in a row, went yep. two for three on Friday. So eight out of nine picks, correct. Here we go. I got the Cavaliers minus seven against the Pelicans. They were in Cleveland. The Hawks plus one. They're hosting the Raptors, and Trey Young, I was a late scratch out of that one there, Chris. I was wondering yeah. about the tricky score there, I mean, tricky line. Hawks plus one. And, uh, so who are you going? You're taking the Hawks? So I got the Hawks, and I, and I got the Knicks minus six and a half. They host the Kings without Fox in that game. So there you go. Cavaliers minus seven, Hawks plus one, Knicks minus six and a half. I do have shekels down on this game, this uh, parlay tonight. Could pay three fifty for a little three hundred uh, fifty dollar bet, Chris. But uh, remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who I bet on. Shekel City. All right, uh, Rob. Well, the Las Vegas Raiders have bet on Josh McDaniels. 
He is their new head coach, Josh McDaniels, of course, the offensive coordinator last several years for the New England Patriots. And this is his second head coaching job. And look, I, I, he may go there and do fine. He's a good offensive coordinator. But I just think, Rob, this just shows, like, what were the qualifications? I, I just think they ignored. They just hired who they wanted to hire, which is their prerogative. But, I mean, what what on his resume made you feel like he was the guy? It, it Bill Belichick's coaching tree hasn't been very good. Chris, he, he got didn't fired. do well in Denver. He was eleven and seventeen in two years. And why did he get and fired? And he got Chris? fired for cheating. Yes. All right. So I'm just wondering, like, what is it about? What it, what is it about? And 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 to be honest, since Tom Brady's left, they haven't done much in New England. I, I the I'm offense hadn't you. certainly hadn't been all that impressive. I, I'm with you, man. I this is as. I, of all the hires out there, Chris, this is one of the most disheartening hires. I'm going to tell you that. Because that's a primo job. That's a good job yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. And as you said, what has he really done lately? And he got fired for cheating. Denver didn't – they weren't having that, Chris. He was videotaping – what a shocker. Videotaping team signals in yeah. London on the sidelines, which you know is a violation – of, of NFL rules. Yep. Yep. Bill Belichick yep. got fined a half of, a, what was it, a $500,000, yep. right? Yep. yep. The largest yep. fine of a coach, Chris, in NFL history. And and this is what the Raiders do? I, I just don't, I'm with you. All of these other guys out there looking for opportunities and on good winning teams, and they get nothing. And here's another guy who didn't have success, Right, who has like, a who has a, 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 a questionable pass ethics at least questionable ethics. Can I say that? And he's getting absolutely. a gig. Nah, you're right. It's it, it just it, it's what like how do you sell that to the? I mean, he's selling to the fan base. Oh, he came from New England. A lot of fan base probably they did that in Detroit with Matt Patricia going. too. Chris, you remember yeah. that? Yeah, disaster. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense that's all we're saying there's a lot of guys that have put in hard work uh and you know how, uh, he was 11 and 17 i mean seriously jim caldwell rob has had success and he can't get a job Amazing. eric b enemy can't get a job byron left with well we see it looks like you get jacksonville right is that still on the table or no? I, I, that I, rumor came out weeks ago. Yeah, I don't, well, I I don't know. That, Ten days ago. I don't. Right, but um, I, I just man, come on. I just look, and this is what we're seeing. We'll see if the Texans do it with Josh McCown. Again, this ain't about being qualified. You just hiring your boy or yep, somebody you like, qualified somebody guys you can there. play golf with. That you think you can play golf with. All right. Keep it locked. Two hours. I couple.